From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, November 27th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose certified the results of the November general election this morning. LaRose reported more than 5.9 million Ohioans voted in the election, beating the previous record set in 2008. Voter turnout was also a record 74 percent, with higher than average turnout in all 88 counties. Nearly 59 percent of votes were cast before Election Day, whether by mail or early in person. The state's elections chief said the election was reliable despite disinformation about voting, adding, quote, whether your candidate won or lost, Ohioans can trust this result was accurate and honest, end quote. Dr. Amy Acton, the former director of the state health department, is encouraging Ohioans to help those fighting the pandemic and being overwhelmed. Tracy Townsend reports. While she would not comment on all of the specifics of the pandemic and how it's being handled right now, she did say it is leading to a humanitarian crisis. The virus, you know, the numbers that the governor is sharing, you know, we're not even on a curve at this point. We're just going straight up. So I think our frontline healthcare workers, small things you can do. All of us know a nurse. All of us know a teacher. So Dr. Acton says a phone call, a text, or even dropping off dinner for a first responder can really help. I'm Tracy Townsend. Health officials in Lucas County, which includes Toledo, have ordered grades 7 through 12 to switch to virtual learning in December and to pause sports in those schools. Kaylee Kirby has more. Health leaders say they believe schools need to close to help reduce the number of people interacting and spreading the virus. Starting December 4th, this newly passed order will mandate all schools, public, charter, and parochial to close and have students go virtual. This will be in place until January 11th. Now, there are some groups of students who will be allowed to have in-person learning. Those groups include kindergarten through sixth grade students and groups of special needs students. Kaylee Kirby in downtown Toledo. Federal officials say national reading and math tests used to track what U.S. students know are being postponed from next year to 2020 over concerns about whether such testing would be feasible or produce valid results amid the pandemic. Dave James has the details. The biennial national assessment of educational progress tests used for the nation's report card were scheduled early next year for many of the nation's fourth and eighth graders. Officials say pushing the testing to 2022 is more likely to produce statistically valid and valuable data. But some officials say it's important that annual state tests are continued so more can be learned about the impact the pandemic is having on academics. Dave James, ONN News. Hopes of repealing an energy bailout law are in danger at the Ohio State House as Republican lawmakers argue sharply different positions on how and whether to repeal the legislation. With only weeks before Ohioans begin to pay the price, some veteran Republicans believe the policy is sound, even if federal investigators found the process of its passage was corrupt. Other GOP members claim there's no way to move forward from the scandal that's encapsulated the House without a straight repeal before the law will add a fee to every electricity bill in the state on January 1st. An arrest has been made in a double shooting Thanksgiving morning in North Central Ohio. Andrew Kinsey has more. Mansfield police say 43-year-old Earl Jefferson II faces a murder charge after shooting a man and woman at a Motel 6. That man died at the scene. That woman is recovering at an area hospital. We're working to get an update on her condition. None of the victim's names have been released. I'm Andrew Kinsey. 
Police in Dayton say the fatal shootings of three men inside a home this week stemmed from a robbery and drug deal. Octavius Humphrey of Trotwood was being held on murder, tampering with evidence, and weapons counts. Police responded to the home Tuesday after one of the victims called 911 to report the shooting. The three men were pronounced dead at the scene. Humphrey was arrested early Wednesday after authorities searched a home in Trotwood. Police called the shootings a targeted attack. A long-standing holiday tradition, the Salvation Army's Red Kettle campaign is facing a lot of challenges during the pandemic. Tracy Townsend reports. While the Salvation Army is helping to care for more needy families than ever, the campaign is dealing with reduced foot traffic in public and a coin shortage. We'll all combine to reduce the amount that we receive from the Red Kettle by about $60 million across the country. But the agency is making some changes to make donating easier. This year, you can tap your phone or you can scan a QR code to make a digital donation. I'm Tracy Townsend. And it seems to be a topic of concern every year. Just how long are those Thanksgiving leftovers good? More from Evan Kozloff. The short answer here is three to four days, according to the USDA. This means that you have until Monday to eat all that delicious food. The USDA writing, quote, After four days, spoilage bacteria can cause food to develop a bad smell or taste. Our nutrition expert explains that what we really want to worry about is what's called pathogenic bacteria, something you can't smell or taste. So we can verify that you should circle your calendar for Monday. That's when our experts recommend that you toss your food or move it to the freezer, where it can stay for another two to six months. This is Evan Kozloff. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.